G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Coming up today on The Story. The new owner comes in and, and says, well, I need you to deliver this envelope. So obviously they were paying off somebody to get something, you know, like a contract or something like that. And that was really the, the sort of confronting thing because here I was, I'd just given my life to Christ and, and become a Christian. And now I'm getting challenged on whether my faith is real. I pushed that envelope straight back and said, I'm not going to do it. The story. The story. G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, today we have part two of our conversation with Hilton Edwards from South Africa, who's sharing his life journey with us. As we heard last time, Hilton didn't have any interest in Christianity when he became an adult. But when he finally decided to go to church after his father died, he began to cry uncontrollably when they played his father's favourite hymn. He began to realise that there was something going on inside his heart, and that he was yearning for something more. It was at this time that he saw a banner at a church that said, Alpha Course, ask every question you ever wanted to know about Christianity. This really got his attention, and he had many questions, and he started to attend. We'll pick up the story right there as Hilton Edwards continues to share with Eric Scatterbo from our Melbourne studios. And then literally after, I think it's the seventh week, they had a weekend away. Mm-hmm. So they, they, you know, have three videos on the Holy Spirit and they took us away for the weekend to actually talk about that. So it's just, you know, a great thing to just sort of get a little bit out of the city and, and you know. Mm-hmm. And it was it was amazing because it was the Saturday night and, and you know, at that stage I was still anti-Christian. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I was still sort of… I'm but a, you still were hanging out with all these Christians. I, I was hanging out to them, mm-hmm. you know, because I thought, well, you know, they said I can ask all my questions. They they kind of, you know, have have been accepting of me, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it was actually amazing because when I when I went in the first night, when I, when I registered, you know, on the first night, one of the blokes there, and he said to me, he said, Hilton, he said, when you're ready to give your life to the Lord, come to me and I'll pray with you. Mm-hmm. And in a very arrogant way, I said, listen, mate, <laughs> if… Ever, I'm ready to give my life to the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> let's just get it straight. <laughs> and then on the on the because at that point you didn't see it happening. It wasn't going to happen. I was coming to ask the questions about Christianity. I wasn't going to follow the Lord. Hmm. Like, can we just get this straight? Yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. The poster said, "Come and ask all the questions you want." I'm just here for the questions. <laughs> yeah, and the food. <laughs> so, and that was it. So, so. Yeah, you know, I asked all the questions over those weeks, and then and then we went away on this weekend away, and it was this praise and worship time. And so, you know, I was still looking at these guys and thinking, look at these crazy Christians, you know, like mm. they they singing and praising and carrying on, and I was like right at the back, mm-hmm. and um, not even moving my lips because I didn't want to, you know, sort of sing or be a be a mm. part of this whole stuff, mm. you know. And I didn't know what happened, but but the Holy Spirit came over me, and and like I just kind of thought, wow. And so I looked for Ant, and I found Ant, mm-hmm. and I went over to him, and I said, hey, remember what you said at the beginning of this course? He said, what do you mean, Hilton? I said, well, you said when I'm ready to give my life to the Lord, I must come to you, and you will pray with me. So he said, yeah, Hilton. So he said, but we're doing you know, 
praise and worship and stuff now. So he said, you know, we can. So I said, look, this feeling might pass. <laughs> I said, can we do it now? <laughs> you weren't taking any chances. <laughs> no, I, I kind of just thought, you know, I was exploring and I was asking my questions, but I didn't really know where I was at kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And I didn't really understand the Holy Spirit and all this sort of thing that, you know, I, I didn't understand mm. it at all. Yeah. But I knew within myself that that I had to take the next step. Mm. Yeah. I, I knew I actually had to take that next step. And so he said, okay. And, and he took me out there and then. Mm. And, uh, you know, I gave my life to the Lord. I, I, I prayed the sinner's prayer. He, he said it and I repeated it after him, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And I gave my life to the Lord. And later that evening I said, hey, you know, we spoke about that baptism stuff. You know, when people get dunked into rivers and things like that and baptized and stuff. I said, there's a pool, yeah. Can I get baptized? Oh, you don't want to waste any time. <laughs> no, I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. <laughs> so, so, if you haven't noticed that yet, that's kind of what I am. Yeah. And so I said, and, and yes, yeah, so I actually got baptized <laughs> on the Alpha Weekend away. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So and, in your life. Did anybody notice any difference? Well, the incredible thing was, so I I was working in a printing organization in sales, sales mm-hmm. management, and, mm-hmm. and and the incredible thing was that I went into work on the Monday morning, and my sales secretary was a Christian, mm-hmm. and about eleven o'clock in the morning, she said to me, she said, Hilton, what happened to you? Oh, so I said to her, what do you mean, what happened to me? And she said, no, well, on Friday when you left, you were the normal Hilton. Mm-hmm. And the normal Hilton would put three swear words into every single sentence. Mm. You've been in here since 7 a.m. this morning, and you haven't sworn once. Mm. And I hadn't even realized. Yeah. So I said to her, I said, you understand this Christian stuff, don't you? And she says, yeah, I'm a Christian. So I said, well, actually, I went on a, on a, a, called it a course. Yeah, I went on a course on the weekend, and I said, and I had an opportunity to pray. And so... I became a Christian on the weekend, like very matter of fact, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was elated. I don't, oh, th- I don't wow. think she had a face wide enough to to house her smile, you know, oh, kind of wow. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen her beaming so much all my life, you know. So this coworker of hers, who's swearing every other word, yeah, is now changed. Yeah, totally. Yeah, well, totally. I wonder why she was so happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. And, and I mean, she worked with me all day, every day. She yeah. was my secretary. So, you know, we kind of worked together all the time. Yeah. So, and that was, it was just amazing, you know, mm-hmm. sort of for her and for me, because I thought, ah, oh, here's somebody actually celebrating what I've done, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Affirming uh, what you've done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand that, but, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it felt good. Yeah. You know, and, and then of course, you know, I went back to, to Alpha that night because we actually had the Alpha on the Monday night. So oh, okay. I, I went back to Alpha on the Monday night and, and we'd had, We'd had a celebratory service in the church on the Sunday night, so we'd all sort of come back from the from the weekend away and, and celebrated, and and I actually got up and shared. <laughs> now that was completely out of character. Totally out of character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what had happened to me? And so, and then the Monday morning, my sales secretary says this, and then Monday mm. night was Alpha again, and and yeah, and it was just, it was just right. Mm. It was just I I then stopped questioning. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they were relieved. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally, we get a break from Hilton. <laughs> yeah. So I stopped questioning, and and uh, yeah, and then well, we never stopped questioning. No, I mean, but but but, yeah. but for that course, yeah. I then stopped questioning. Yeah. You know, and then I, and then I went back, and I I then served on the next Alpha hmm. because I said, what happens now? You know, 
where's the more? Because mm. I'm, I'm that kind of person. Yeah. You know, I, I don't do stuff in half measures. Mm. I want the more, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So, And I was actually ready. At that stage, I was studying an MBA. I was actually ready to stop my MBA and just go study to be a pastor. Master of Business yeah. Administration? Yeah, Master of Business Administration, yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of funny because I did the fashion, then yeah. I did a marketing qualification, mm-hmm. and then I did an MBA. Oh, so, you're kind of all over the place. I am. <laughs> and chefing. And chefing, wow. <laughs> so, and then went and studied after. I finished uh, I finished my MBA and then went to go study theology and, and became a pastor. <laughs> well, you know a lot about a lot of things. Yeah. But at that stage, I kind of didn't know all of that. So, mm-hmm. so you know, I, I was just sort of trying to understand this whole Christian thing. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting because the organization that I worked for, had actually been sold. So we had a change in leadership. Mm-hmm. And um, they didn't do things the way I did things. Mm-hmm. And so, like, of course, now I'm a Christian. I've got to live by a standard, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And and so the the new owner comes in and, and says, well, you know, I need you to deliver this envelope to such and such a customer in Cape Town. And you're kind of, this is sus- yeah, well, the envelope clearly had cash in it. Oh, so it had a bribe or something? Or? Yeah. Okay, something so, underhanded? or Yeah, totally yeah. underhanded. Mm-hmm. So obviously they were paying off somebody to get oh. something, you know, like a contract or something yeah. like that. So you knew something was up. I knew something was yeah. up. And and so, and that was really the, the sort of confronting thing because here I was, I'd just given my, you know, life to Christ and yeah. become a Christian. And I'm getting challenged, you know, yeah. on whether – my faith is real, whether mm-hmm. yep. I'll actually make yep. a stand for what I now believe in, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, and it was, it was a difficult journey because um, I, I pushed that envelope straight back and said, I'm not going to do it. Mm. And of course they didn't like that. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so, so that was at the end of that job. Well, yeah, pretty much because from there, the, the, the next thing was that <laughs> it was interesting because that was a, a grassroots organization. So we set it up from absolutely zero. Mm-hmm. And I was a sales manager, and I came to faith during that time, and, mm-hmm. and we built up this this business, and all the sales reps were doing incredibly well. I mm-hmm. didn't realize why, but obviously we would be just being blessed mm-hmm. in all that we did, and, and and so we we did really really well. And and when the company got sold, and the new ownership came in, they were not totally above board. They were happy mm-hmm. to be dishonest and things like mm-hmm. that. And and I'd quoted on this one this one job, which was. Um, you know, it was all the pornographic magazines in Aust- in South Africa, mm. which is just terrible. And I couldn't do this. I, yeah, I didn't yeah. know I'd quoted on it because mm. I quoted on publication A, publication B, publication C. Mm. But I'd quoted on it and I actually got awarded the contract. Mm. And I refused the contract. Mm. So you had to really decide yeah, to stand I, up for I had what to you decide. believe. And, and, and it was incredible because I literally came back, I flew back from Cape Town where where that contract was awarded to me in person mm. and I pushed it back on the on the table and I flew back to Durban and I then got interrogated by the new board mm. as to, you know, why I wouldn't, you know, do this and 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 um and I said, look, I said, I'm a Christian. I'm I'm not gonna do this. I said, that's it. I, I can't do this. And I said, but I do know that we've built this organization from the ground up mm-hmm. and we've been really blessed and if we turn this kind of work away we will continue to be blessed mm-hmm. but if we start taking this kind of work 
I don't know where we're going. And they basically just interrogated me for a whole day in the boardroom and tried mm. to just wear me down so that I'd say, we take this. And eventually at about 6 p.m., I just said to them, I said, look here, I said, you need to make a choice. Either we print this work and I leave or we don't print this work and I stay. Wow, you gave them an, an ultimatum. Yeah, and mm. it was 17 million. Oh my goodness. It was a, a huge, one of the biggest wow. contracts to be awarded in South mm. Africa, okay? And I said, that's it. And I walked out of the boardroom. And I went back to my office and my sales secretary <laughs> was sitting outside my office. Your that, Christian secretary? Yeah. Yep. That's, that was her, you know, where she sat. Mm. But it's like after 6 p.m. And I said to her, I said, go home. I said, why are you still here? You've got a husband. You've got two mm. beautiful young kids at home. Mm. Go home. She said, no, I want to see your face. She and knew I, what was going on. Yeah, she knew what was going on. Mm. I said to her, you've seen my face. Now go home. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, no, no, I wanted to see your face after I give you this. And so she gives me a fax copy. There's still faxes in those days. Yeah, yeah. A fax copy of a tourism publication that I'd quoted on with double the other business. Oh, wow. So I said to her, I said, have you got a copy of this? She said, I've got a lot of copies of that. <laughs> I said, she said, I made lots of copies. I said, good. So I went back into the boardroom and I said, I threw the thing down on the table and I said, that's my God, but I'm leaving anyway. You're listening to The Story. Today, Eric Scadabo is once again chatting with Hilton Edwards, who's sharing about his life in South Africa after becoming a Christian. As we heard, he's quit his job rather than compromise his faith and moral standards. We'll find out what happens next in Hilton's life when we return. The Story. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401-132-888. Hi, I'm Jimmy Colfax and this is The Story. We're back with more of Eric Scadabo chatting with Hilton Edwards about his life in South Africa after becoming a Christian. As we heard before the break, Hilton has just quit his highly successful sales job because he would not compromise his moral standards. What's going to happen next? We'll find out as Hilton continues to share. And that was incredible because then they said to me, but hold on, Hilton, we don't want you to leave under a bad cloud or a dark cloud or whatever. Mm. So... Because they wanted to keep the business, you see. Mm. And they knew that I had a fair sway and a fair influence over the business. Of, mm. you know. And so they said, well, what we'll do is we'll give you a really good farewell party. Mm. And so your customers will see that you know, you're being yeah, go. It's amicable. And then I said, okay. But then I said, I also want, I said, I also want six months pay. Oh, and, wow. And a year's worth of, of private medical paid. Mm-hmm. And they agreed. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they agreed. Where'd you go? Well, that was the thing. So I, I basically negotiated all of that within like half a day, mm-hmm. okay, and then walked out and then kind of thought, I don't have a job. Huh. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> kind know? of an important thing. <laughs> yeah. And so I phoned Ant. Oh, the, the Christian. The guy Christian from guy Alpha, at, yeah. the, at the yeah. Alpha course. Yeah. I phoned him and I said, you'll never guess what I did. He says, you resigned. 
And I said, how did you know? He said, I've been praying for you for the last few days because I've been knowing that you've been going through something. Mm. And he said, I kind of knew it was getting to a head. Mm. And I said, well, this is what's happened. I said, I don't have a job now. and uh, <laughs> But, you know, I've at least got six months salary and a year's worth of private medical. So, you know, I should be okay. You had some time. Yeah, I had some yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And I'd never really struggled to get a job in the past mm. anyway. So, you know, wasn't Salespeople really. always have jobs. Yeah. <laughs> The good ones. Yeah, yeah, the good ones. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, so, and, and he said to me, he said, well, actually, Hilton, it's interesting that this has happened now because uh, we've actually got a job going right now as the director of marketing and communications. And I'd studied marketing and I was mm-hmm. busy doing an MBA yeah. with marketing as a major subject. <laughs> yeah. So I said, what do those people do? <laughs> like, this is a Christian church organization. It was the Southern African uh, organization. So eight countries in Southern Africa, you know, the, the umbrella body of that. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he said, well, you know, it's it's kind of what you did, but you were selling products. He says, you know, this is, it's, we're obviously churches, so it's, you don't sell products. But he says, we still do marketing. We still promote ourselves, things mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. I said, okay. So he said, well, you know, come for the interview and that kind of thing. So I said, okay, great. And then on the weekend, we you know, I have all the jobs advertised in the newspaper. And again, there was a marketing communications director at Focus on the Family. Oh, Focus on the Family. <laughs> so, we all know Focus. Yeah, there you go. So, so I literally went for both jobs hmm. and got both. Both? So basically I'd gone from a secular job earning a really good salary <laughs> and I had to take a 60% pay cut. Oh. But the reality was that with six months pay up front in the mm. bank and yeah. a year's worth of private medical, I could adjust my lifestyle. That was exactly what I did. Yeah. And so I actually didn't take the job at the church. I took the job at Focus on the Family. And uh, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and what did you do for them? So marketing and communications director. So so I basically promoted Focus on the Family in, in South Africa and throughout Africa because we were the African office. Um, and then just headed up the radio division. Hence why radio. I'm interested in radio. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just the marketing and the communication. So it was, you know, mm. that portfolio. I mean, we were a very, very small not-for-profit. But it sounds like it was perfect for you. It was. Yeah. And I never even knew these jobs existed. <laughs> yeah. And I got yeah. two of them. <laughs> so you're a young Christian at the time. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, I was like a, a year or something into mm-hmm. Christianity. And, yeah. and, you know, I was now working for Focus, which, you know, it was incredible. And that led you to helping orphans, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so when... When I joined Focus, it was, it was quite incredible because the CEO calls me on my first day there and he says to me, he says, Hilton, how much do you know about orphan care? And I sort of think, well, I didn't actually put anything on my CV about orphan care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, going to come up. Am I supposed to know something about this? Because, you know, I would have brushed up on it if I needed to, you know. So yeah. I said, I know absolutely nothing about orphan care. I thought, well, honesty is the best policy. <laughs> so, yeah. so he says to me, he says, well, Hilton, there's a conference in the USA in nine days' time, and we'd like you to go there and represent us on orphan care. Represent? Yes. So like you're an expert on it? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, so, so I got the nine-day course on orphan care in Africa. <laughs> it's not a course. I just yeah, made yeah. whatever I could. <laughs> Self-taught. Yeah. Self-taught. Yeah. I did everything that they'd done in terms of their research. So I, mm. res- I, I went over their research because they'd obviously been exploring it but hadn't mm. done anything just mm. yet. And, and the incredible thing was that Focus 
worldwide was looking at orphan care. And that oh, okay. was at the time when Jim Daly was transitioning in and, and James Dobson was transitioning oh, okay. out. And we changed the logo. <laughs> so, oh, okay. you know, so we changed the branding and all that sort of stuff. So I was mm. actually part of that grouping that actually changed that. Was, yeah, was part of that transition. a very significant time. Yeah. in history, focus on the family. That's it, yeah. and and in addition to that, we were looking at orphan care, hmm. and so I went. I flew across to the states, and uh, you know, represented focus on the family Africa at the orphan care conference. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the most amazing things I've ever done. Got stretched unbelievably. Mm. Presented on orphan care in Africa. You know, people were asking me questions I was getting interviewed on radio mm. but often can happen and I thought I've only had nine days <laughs> people I'm not an expert nine days exposure to orphan care in Africa but I think it was the way God used me and just spoke from the heart mm. and that of course started my interest in, in did it in touch orphan. your heart oh, totally totally I met so I met a guy <laughs> at the conference um, and, and he'd he'd written a book, Tom Davis. He'd written a book called Fields of the Fatherless. I don't know if you've ever read it, but it's mm, no, it, it's, it's about orphans. Mm-hmm. And and I met him, and him and I just just clicked and connected. And mm. in actual fact, uh, you know, it was just one of those meant to be kind of connections. And mm-hmm. he him and I were both at the conference, and, and we just gelled. And, and he said to me, he said Hilton, he said let's go out and have a steak together. And we went out and we had a steak together. And uh, I love it because they make really big steaks. <laughs> yep, yep. And I'm South African. We love meat. <laughs> so we went out and we had, he was speaking my language. Man. <laughs> we went out and we had a steak together. And he, and he still told me about his book and, and this sort of thing. And he gave me a copy of his book. Mm-hmm. And then I read the book on the flight back. And I cried like a baby. Mm. I just cried and cried and cried. And and God was doing something inside mm. of me. You know, he was, he was stirring my heart for what breaks his, you know, mm, kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, ASDS kept coming and saying, are oh, you okay? I said, look, I'm fine. I'm actually really fine. And they thought mm. I was lying to them. You know? So what was it about it, the book that it, was really touching just, you so it's much? It's just about the fields of the fatherless. It's about orphan care worldwide. It's mm. about, you know, because Tom actually has, a, has an organization that was set up to connect pastors and business people in the USA with orphan care worldwide. Mm-hmm. And so that organization, you know, he was just telling some of the stories that he'd seen from the field mm-hmm. in that book mm-hmm. and, and his journey into, you know, having a heart for orphans. And the despondency of the hopeless, yeah, seemingly hopeless situations. Yeah. And that's what was really touching you? And that was, was really touching mm-hmm. me, yeah. And of course, because I'd learned, albeit theoretically, up to that point about mm-hmm. what, what was happening in South Africa. Mm-hmm. With the orphans, mm-hmm. and so then I came back from the USA, and um, one of the blokes we had in our in focus, who used to do some of the training for us, he came to me the one day and he said to me, he said Hilton, he says, "Can I talk to you?" I said, "Of course you can talk to me." And this is his, his name was Russell, and he said to me, he said Hilton, he said, "I want to tell you, I've been housing eight orphans, double orphans, AIDS orphans, hmm. so they lost both mother and father oh, to okay. AIDS, yeah, okay, double orphans, mm-hmm. yeah." And I said, why are you telling me? He says, because I don't really think it's legal. <laughs> oh, he just took him in. Yeah, he just took him in. He, mm. he had a heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he'd obviously started to see that I had a heart. Mm-hmm. And um, he thought, well, let's you know connect. And so, so I said, okay. I said, how's this all going to work? And he said, I don't know. He said, let's just pray about it. Let's just see where, where we go. Mm-hmm. And so what actually happened was we then set up a not-for-profit. Okay. 
and we oh he wanted your help yeah he wanted my help up, basically yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so so we we set up an off for profit i went out and i and i um you know put in a grant application with with the rotary club in the area all that business background you had helping out here <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 absolutely and and i remember you know it was the time of the 2010 soccer world cup in south mm-hmm. africa mm-hmm. and part of what happens when they do the world cup the lions the lions organization actually do what they call the lions roar and so they stay behind after a world event like you know world sort of soccer event like that or or sporting event mm-hmm. and then they do good in the country and so he said let's apply for the lions to build us an orphanage oh wow and so in 21 days after the world cup they built an orphanage from foundation to completion wow <laughs> for nothing for nothing absolutely nothing oh wow so suddenly you have an orphanage yeah and this is only my part time i was still working for focus on the family so yeah. this is only my sort of part time interest yeah. i'm just a volunteer yeah. yeah yeah kind of thing and so yeah then we could basically set up a proper orphanage and 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 increase the number of people that we were reaching and you know and, and that was why it was just amazing because yes i was doing orphan care things within f- the focus you know mm-hmm. realm but mm-hmm. then also in my private life or, or yeah. my spare time I was yeah. I was uh, helping Russell set up this this orphanage and so that was just it was it was a really really good time just to be able to do that Well that was part 2 of Eric Scadabo's conversation with Hilton Edwards sharing his life journey in South Africa Next time we'll find out about the events in Hilton's life that led him to coming to Australia and becoming the CEO of Bible League Australia. That's all coming up next time. For more information about Bible League, their website is bl.org.au. Once again, that's bl for Bible League.org.au. And before we end today, I just want to highlight the wonderful way God provided an orphanage for Hilton's friend who had been housing orphans. As we heard, the international service organization known as Lions Club volunteered to build the orphanage completely free, and it was built on land that a local tribal leader had donated. Fantastic. Once again, the Bible verse we shared last time relates to this as well. It says, "Ask and it will be given to you; seek and you will find; knock and the door will be opened to you." Well, thanks for joining us for part 2 of Hilton's story, and until next time when we'll hear part 3. I'm Jimmy Colfax encouraging you to share your story with someone today. Next time on the story. So what we did was we sold up our house and I resigned my job and then I waited and I just I was waiting on the Lord. I just said, Lord, you know, if if you're going to make this happen, you got to make it happen. And then by the middle of the year, the Holy Spirit had just been saying to me, look, you you need to go. You just need to get on an aeroplane and go to Australia. And yeah, I just book tickets and just said there we go we we going Hilton Edwards joins us once again to share more of his story and how he eventually decides to leave South Africa in faith that God has something for him to do in Australia we'll find out how Hilton's life takes yet another surprising turn next time the story, the story. just another way vision is helping you look to God daily